it going, Yamitators? Episode 78 with Milana Vintrube. It was really good. We had a lot of riffing, a lot of riffing bits. Um, talked uh, talked a little about where she's from, and um, she knows she knows some Russian, you guys. So, um, uh, Nyet and Da and um, Das Vidanya. That means goodbye. Don't stop listening because they said goodbye in Russian. <laughs> All right. Um, go to facebook.com slash Yamatat with Doug Culp. Um, please rate, review on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, go to yamatat.com um, and click on, you know what? Click on the uh, PayPal donate button. Why not? There's one for the U.S. That's the one up top. The one right below it is for Australia. And um, please help. That would be great. <laughs> I also have the Audible um, banner going on my page. So if you click on that and sign up for the trial and you don't even have to finish the trial, then uh, it'll kick a little money back to the podcast. So thanks in advance for those of you who do that. Um, Duplex Comedy Suplex has been going really, really well. So just keep keep posted for the Twitter for that is at Duplex Comedy. And there's all the shows are on there, all the dates and all of the guests. Um, so keep updated that way for that. Update, Yamitators. DCS last night was so awesome. Devin Field, Neil Nanda, Ian Abramson, and me. And it was so much fun. Um, keep uh, talking about it. Keep spreading the word. Um, it's been It's been a lot of fun, and I can't wait to keep doing it. Uh, it's every Thursday. It's free. It's at my place. Duplex Comedy Suplex. And it's at Duplex Comedy on Twitter. And at Duplex Comedy Suplex on Instagram. My Twitter's at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. And the show's Twitter's at Yamatat, Y-A-M-A-T-A-T. And yeah, go ahead and yam it up with me and Milana Vintrube. Should I sit in that little chair? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. But it's like a director type chair. Right. It's like so industry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're in charge. <laughs> I'm calling the shots. Sit in the big chair. <laughs> Tell me what to do now. <laughs> exactly. That's how this works. A little baby. He's just going to lie down somewhere and chill out. He'll be fine. Hey, buddy. I'm gonna take this off of you. And I'm gonna rub you real hard. <laughs> oh, you love it. <laughs> I found a wallet today. Really? Yeah. I don't Was know there what money to do. in it? No. No money in it. <laughs> because you already spent it. <laughs> I burnt all the money in it. <laughs> but the, because I would never do that with my own money. But there are like credit cards and an ID, Ooh. library card. Crazy. Uh, I don't know what to do about it. I think I just need to mail it to this address. But either that or go file a official police um, report. 
I think. What? Or like just turn it in just in case they call or wondering about it. <laughs> That's the only thing Why I can think of. Why can't I just of. mail it to this address? You could probably just mail it to that address. Or can I just drop it off at the police station without having anything to do with it? Because the last thing I want to do is... They'll get your fingerprints and then they'll think there's like really? murder. And then, yeah. Ugh, and then they'll find out. Yeah. And then they'll find out everything about me. <laughs> yeah, and then they'll find the body in the, your trunk and then they'll be like, Why did she just drop off evidence at <laughs> <laughs> our front door? I remember when, like, my aunt got her car broken into and her wallet was stolen out of the car. The person that turned in the wallet was a part of the investigation, became a suspect. And I was like, that's really? not fair. Or it's a very stupid criminal. <laughs> I bet this is all stuff he needs. His that's a movie Regal ticket. Cinema's movie pass. <laughs> he needs this He'll need it. Well, he won't need the movie pass. Just here. G-Star Raw Royalty Card? <laughs> this guy loves jeans. We'd probably be friends. I didn't even know that was a jeans brand. Old high school ID. You went to Esperanza High School. <laughs> Wouldn't well, it be cool if we were, like, live right now and people were listening and they're like, that, wait, I lost my wallet. It was me. Wait. Can I can I call in? And then I all of a sudden I have a landline right here and I'm like it's ringing. <laughs> it's ringing. It's going. <sighs> oh, and he's got animal. Nope, this is Bloomingdale's card. <laughs> we just love shopping. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure if you send it, like, uh, put it in one of those like, um, just like a bigger envelope. Uh huh. Drop it. You could do it where you put the return address as their address and then drop it in the blue mailbox. And, and wear rubber gloves the whole time so no one could finger yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> so no one can finger it. Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> wow, you love nerd stuff. I do. That's cool. Yeah. I love workaholics. It's great. I still need to watch. Cabin in the Woods. Love that. Oh, that's so good. Mr. Show, of course. Mm-hmm. All right. That's about it. <laughs> we have yeah. nothing else in common. Yeah. The comic books, the uh, Star Wars, the records. Yeah. It's fun. It's a good cool. time. All right. What's your podcast about? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's already going. Oh, we've been, we've been doing this whole time. Yeah. Um... But, yeah, we basically just talk, and then I toss some questions about comedy, and that's it. Okay, if the listener is here, like, a <laughs> the whole time, then that's the dog walking That's the dog here. sniffing all the cat smell everywhere. Yeah, what is it? What is it? I want to attack it. <laughs> My other instinct. That was the dog. That wasn't me. <laughs> oh, I just want to put it in a little headlock. <laughs> Yeah, she brought a talking dog. It's weird, but <laughs> it's a novelty. Yeah, it's fine. It's good for it's good for the podcast. <laughs> You're gonna have great press after this. Oh yeah, all over the this place. This dog is blowing up on Instagram. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that would be such a waste of a talking dog blowing up on photos. <laughs> <laughs> it talks, but where's the proof? The proof is in the pictures. <laughs> Just look. Look at how his mouth is shaped. 
He really looks like he's talking. The dog's got lips. We can't you tell? <laughs> lips and human teeth. It's a freak of nature and it should be put down. I don't know why they haven't done it yet. <laughs> oh, that'd be the worst if I had a talking dog because I would have to be with it all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, and hey, then it'd probably hey, give away hey, all my secrets. Hey, <laughs> hey, what are we doing? Hey, what are we doing? Hey, what are we doing? Or it'd just be really awkward where there would be nothing to talk about. So, uh, that walk earlier, uh, I noticed you didn't pick up my shit. Uh, <laughs> what was that about? A little passive aggressive there. Are these hacky sack cubes? They're uh, juggling balls. Oh, cool. Yeah. Because I also juggle. You're, you're so good at being a nerd. <laughs> and I beatbox, like you remember. Oh, yeah, you were so good at that. <laughs> that saved me. I don't know what I would have done if it wasn't for that. Thanks. I. And you were really good. Like, you, we, I felt like we had a good flow. Oh, yeah. It was good. I wish we had a recording of that. <laughs> they don't? They don't record them? No, it's, uh. a, it's an improv theater. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you might want to get him out of there, whatever he's doing in hey. that corner. Come you here. can just pull him out. With Come his, here, buddy. There you go. Come here. Yeah, good he's boy. Just, he's just doing some more sniffing. He's very curious. What if the cat was back there behind the curtain? And he had just like, been just slowly eating cowering? it? Cowering? Yeah. <laughs> he's just been digging into the cat. Oh, what is he so curious about there? And there's just yeah, dead just, animal. Yeah, half of the cat. Sorry. This is so dark. What is your podcast about? <laughs> okay, so how long how long have you been doing comedy? <laughs> There's, there's like, it's funny because there's like a million tangents and that's totally encouraged. And then, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Um, I've been doing comedy for maybe like, I don't know. It's hard to know when I started. Like, when did I start doing improv? All of it. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. I think I've been... When s- did you first make your hu- first human laugh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I used like, to kill with three. some goo-goos and some gaga. <laughs> I think we all did. Sorry, let me... I'll get him out of there. It's all right. Maybe I'll just hold him on my I think he's just really getting the smell. What is it? What, he's just smelling. He's not even doing anything. Yeah. But let's get you out of there. <laughs> Come on, bub. Oh, but you're so good. I'm going to take it and squish it. <laughs> um, so the Goo Goo's and the Gaga's? Yeah, I don't know. I started acting when I was really young. Okay. Maybe like when I was five. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean, it was a problem. Um, and then, and then I, uh, you know, uh, tried to do it for a little bit, and then, uh, I don't know, I never thought that I was, um, funny. I just thought that I was, um, silly. Yeah. And maybe opinionated. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, That can equal funny. Yeah. I think that that does equal funny, is like, not giving a shit and then, like, yeah. having a thought. Yeah. Wow, you're the best laugher. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. Uh, <coughs> yeah, and then, I don't know, I, I, when I graduated from college, I started doing improv, and, mm. um, and that's where there was, like, some kind of linear trajectory of being in comedy. There was a divide where you were like, this is what I want, this stuff, all of this. Yeah. Yeah, well, I just thought that I, I thought that it was working. Like, whatever it was that I was doing in comedy was making people laugh, so I should probably keep doing it. Yeah, and you were right. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy that I did keep doing it. It could be a huge mistake. Like, we could look back in ten years and be like, if only she never got into comedy. <laughs> Her life would be so much she, better. She could have not... She could have missed that fatal car accident. <laughs> On her way to a show. Yeah. <laughs> to UCB. Oh no. Which one? Franklin or Sunset? I was visualizing Franklin. <laughs> okay, yeah. You know, that entrance onto Gower is always so complicated. <laughs> this is so inside. Uh -huh. I bet, I bet like one person in Nebraska is like, I don't know what's happening. What are you guys well, talking the about? The UCB, the Upper Citizens Brigade Theater, is on Franklin mm -hmm. and it's off the Gower exit <laughs> on the 101 freeway. <laughs> That's all. Perfect. There's your context. You're Nebraska. <coughs> is um, is it Omaha where there's Crumb Comedy Festival, the new one? Never it's heard kinda, of it. Kind of new, and I think they're they've been doing it in Omaha for a while. Oh man, I hope it's Omaha. <laughs> and then it got so big that they they're doing it in Denver as well. Crumb, mm. I think it was. Yeah. Don't know anything about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, so improv. So how long did you do improv? Um, um, I started doing improv, um, maybe like 2010 mm -hmm. and, um, and I never stopped. So five years. Yeah, I've been doing it for five years. <laughs> UCB? I breaks. Yeah. You, started at UCB. You did the classes and stuff. I did and the classes and, um, one of the things I did that was the most helpful was this thing called... Um, an improv boot camp that some of the teachers at UCB run, okay. where you would do improv four days a week for two hours, and then you'd have a show every Sunday. A show every Sunday? Yeah. Dang. And so you would just get really good really fast, because you were getting notes and feedback all the time. Hey. The hey dog everybody. just got scared by your curtains. Just realized <laughs> there's Jedis all over it. That's what the dog's scared of. Jedis. <laughs> <laughs> You can't put Otherwise on Star Wars. Otherwise entirely fearless. <laughs> uh, yeah. So 2010. 2010 is when I started improv, yeah. Cool. And then very shortly after that is when I started making improv-related videos. Ah, YouTube. The YouTube yeah. page. Improv just became my, my life so or hard. Or It was always YouTube. <laughs> I always think it's funny when someone's like, dude check out my Vimeo and it's like what do you also have it on YouTube like I, uh -huh. I'm already on YouTube uh -huh. <laughs> well I think when they put it on Vimeo it means that it's like, like higher, higher quality, quality. Jinx. which I am oh my god I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrible if you jinxed me on your podcast and then I couldn't talk for the rest of it and I'm like oh, oh. <laughs> jinx rules <laughs> <sighs> oh, I haven't still haven't seen that show by the way but which we're one? High maintenance. <laughs> no, um, uh, Jinx, the Jinx. With oh, it's the... so good. It's <laughs> yeah. a it's a mini series. It's a docu mini series. Right. It's really. It's kind good. of like serial, but in real life. But they didn't use re the real people. And there's an ending. <laughs> like serial, we still don't really know how it. Like who did what? We don't yeah. really know. Uh, but I never followed serial. I just followed like people talking about it. <laughs> That would be great if you made a podcast based on what you heard, like, overheard on Serial. Yeah. Last time overheard on Serial. <laughs> yeah, Serial was really good, too. 
um, it's, that's kind of something in the zeitgeist, right? People yeah. being Serial. really into serialized murder. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the first uh, podcasts that hit it big, like, for everybody. Because, you know, how, you know, podcasts... Really? Of... I don't think that's true. I think, mm-hmm. like, This American Life was huge. That's true. And Radiolab is huge. And Doug Benson's been doing it for a while, and he's <laughs> killing it, you know? Okay, I was wrong. You were so wrong. Keep going with uh, more examples of how I, I was wrong. I hate you. I just hate you. <laughs> You're the worst. <sighs> Ugh, can this be over right now? And the festival's not in Omaha. <laughs> you didn't look up anything. <laughs> no, I always think it's funny when I go on a podcast that people know things about me. Because I'm like, but you're supposed to find out things about me together. <laughs> So improv for five years. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Oh, it's all right. Uh, I what just you... kicked him. <laughs> she kicked me sorry. pretty hard. <laughs> it was really aggressive. <laughs> Can I have a bruise now? It's all right. No big deal. Um, so what do you do for work now? Do you do comedy for work? Yeah. 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 I act for work now. Okay. I yeah. do stand up and um, I do some commercials and I do some TV stuff and some internet stuff. So I'm I'm doing all of the mediums of comedy. Yeah, other space. Other space. Was that super fun? Yes, Kay. that was the most fun. <laughs> I got to like just play. It, it was a they, we had really good scripts, which I think not a lot of actors can say about the stuff that they do. Yeah, <laughs> there have been times where I've gotten scripts that are so bad where I'm like, well, if I get to do this show, I'm. Like, if I have to do the show for, like, six years, I'm going to buy a big house and kill myself in it. (laughs) Oh, fuck. That's your, like, penance to yourself for doing the show? (laughs) Well, because there's no creative fulfillment. You're going to be a miserable person if you're working on something that you hate every day. And then you're just hoping, like, you kind of want the money. Like, the money's nice. That's comfort. And it's easy to get used to a good thing once you start making it. You're like, okay, I want more of that. But then you have to say stupid shit every day and look like an idiot. (laughs) Oh, no! The poodle's gotten into the dough again! Like, you have to be that guy? Ugh. And everyone hates it when the poodle gets into the dough. What's the show called? I'm imagining uh, it's a it's a um, a dog grooming service inside a pizzeria. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. <coughs> and it's called I don't know. I was gonna try and think of like the perfect name for the perfect. title of the it's restaurant. It's called Doggy. <laughs> Doggy. <laughs> D O U G H G G I E. Oh, that's close to my nickname from back when I was a kid, Dougie. It's just, it's real close. Anyway, what's the next question? <laughs> so you're she doing, just leaned in real close to the mic. You're doing a uh, a, a, a show in your living room, uh-huh. and you just started doing that. Yes. You have a show tonight. Yes. Can I be on it? Yeah. Do you want to drop in? Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
And that's how it works, folks. <laughs> All right. You just witnessed a real life schmooze. <laughs> I have two shows this weekend that I'm very nervous about. Yeah, what are they? Um, I'm doing the the comedy store in La Jolla. Okay. Is he okay? Is he bothering you, that dog? No, no, no. Should we put him down? He's just making crinkling noises a little bit. <laughs> Should we put him down? <laughs> Tell me the truth. You bring out this giant needle. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Are you sure? Is he a nuisance? <laughs> I can take care of him real quick. <laughs> he won't Should make I just it. leave him in a hot car? I don't know. <laughs> he won't make a peep ever again. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing this show. I'm opening for like a, a, a big comedian that I'm very, um, I'm a big fan of. Say their name. Jeff Garland. Oh, wow. And I don't know how that happened. That's I don't awesome. know that he's ever seen my comedy. I don't know why I'm a part of this show. <laughs> I'm just a stupid young girl who's trying to make people laugh. <laughs> They're inviting me to do this. They're putting me up in a in a condo on the what? beach in what? La Jolla? No way. Of course That's I'm going like to do it. That's like a million dollars a night. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if that was an Airbnb, that would be a couple grand. So that's how I make all my life choices. Yep. Yeah, how much is this worth an Airbnb dollar? <laughs> About a hundred bucks a, a minute. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I'll do it. That's good. So, uh, yeah, so I... I have to do the longest set I've ever done. How long? 15 minutes. Ooh. I've never done 15 minutes. Okay. So I'm uh, going, I'm going to, I'm going to shit myself on stage. <laughs> I'm really scared. So that's why I'm wondering, like, can I come here and just practice some jokes before we go there tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I'm. I think it's really awesome that you have that show in your living room. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, of course. Like I ran, I ran one um, out of my old place in San Diego County. When I lived there, for where'd you live in San Diego? For nine months, I lived in Vista. Oh, cool. Do you know Vista? Uh, yeah, I do know. I used to live in downtown San Diego, oh. and yeah, he loves water bottles. <laughs> it is gonna be the loudest thing. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, I, li I lived in San Diego for a bit. I went to college there. Okay. I went to UCSD. All right. Cool. Cool. What'd you major in? Uh, communication. Yep. Yep. Sounds about right. Yep. Good for nothing. <laughs> but I did do a lot of theater there, which was really helpful. Okay, cool. Yeah, and I think that's where I got a little bit of, like, the self-starterness from, is that, like, there's nothing going on in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, so if you leave. want something to be going on, you, got, you have to leave, or you, and if you're stuck there, you got to start making your own things. Like, yeah. you have to find something to be excited about, otherwise you're just going to fall into a sinkhole of depression. <laughs> With beautiful weather oh my god isn't it it's so lovely the ocean is great but like you can really only do that for so long before yeah. you're like i need some other kind of stimulation i gotta get out of here yeah <laughs> that's how i felt because <laughs> <laughs> i was in vista and i was just like what am i still doing here what the fuck and then yeah i i saved up a chunk and then i was able to like move up here what was your stimulus to get out of there I got divorced. That was a really good motivator. Yeah. How yeah. long were you married for? Just over eight months. And how long were you together for before you got married? The total time together um, from, like, dating till end of divorce or end of, like, the separation was two years. Like, two years. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so and it was pretty quick. how old were you when you started seeing each other? 26, I think. Yeah, that is really young. <laughs> yeah. And was anyone like, don't do it? Or were you just like, we're so in love, fuck everyone? <laughs> well, we were kind of lying to ourselves a little bit. And saying, like, we're in love, yay. But you, do you feel like there was a part of you that knew that you weren't in love? Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. And Looking back, I only have one regret in life, and it was ever going on a second date with her. Wow. Because yeah. you knew on the first date that it wasn't right? Yeah, I was just like, Ugh. But then I was, like, going with the motions, and then, like, we got along and stuff, but it was just... Yeah. It was an issue of, like, the chemistry is really bad. It'll get better. No, it won't. No, like, chemistry <laughs> is the thing that's supposed to be there from the beginning. Yeah, the communication might get better. The sex might get better. Uh, no. I don't know. None of it did. No. Yeah. Why do you feel like you... <coughs> Sorry, I'm going to stop this madness. Um, why do you feel like you really needed to go on a second date with this girl? Or, like, why do you think there was a draw to, like, get into a relationship? Well, there was pressure from, like, um, the church and my family. Like, I'm I'm Mormon, but, like, one of the cool ones, you know? What does that mean? <laughs> what's a not cool one and what's a cool one? I don't know. I don't really don't know the difference. I'm not, like, uh, like uh, uptight, judgmental, like, whatever. Like, I'm sure you've heard of, like, some people who are like, oh, I don't hang out with them because they drink or whatever. It's yeah. Like, Do you like, drink? No. Do you uh, drink caffeine? Uh-huh. I heard that that's something that's not that's frowned upon as well. That's a... Uh, it's like a misunderstanding somewhere along the line. Someone was like, well, we can't drink tea or coffee, so no caffeine. But it's like... Because there's like other bad stuff in tea and coffee. Like and what? There's... Uh, <laughs> there's like tannic acid in both of them i think but it's like bad for the inner lining of your stomach and i know this isn't the greatest yeah he's drinking mountain dew it's glowing i'm glowing it is it's herbal tea will fuck you up this stuff is great for your inner linings no we can do herbal tea okay because it's like uh i don't know wait because like black tea has Mm -hmm. like some some bad stuff in it. Okay. <laughs> Herbal tea is like pretty natural. Yeah, it's yeah. just like leaves chopped up and dried. <laughs> yeah. Flowers. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Exactly, yeah. Um, but that stuff is really terrible for you. Mm. <laughs> he goes, yeah, yeah, and takes a big swig. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> if if people smoking cigarettes is like a fuck you to your health, like that you know it's bad for you, then that's mine for Mountain Dew. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it is. You know it's bad for you and you do it anyway. It's my body is like part of my body is going, man, this is so refreshing and great, and then another part of my body is probably like, dude, come on, like my kidneys were probably like, come on, dude. <laughs> I think it's so funny or like interesting that like um, religion is also something that, like, dictates your health. Like, the way that you treat your body, you know? Yeah. Like, um, I'm Jewish, and I'm not very religious, but um, we have, like, kosher restrictions, too. Like, things we can and can't eat, or things combining. No meat and milk together. Okay. And then certain kinds of meat need to be kosher. Like, they need to be raised in a certain way and slaughtered in a certain way and prepared and all of these things. Yeah. 
I just find it fascinating that, like, that, like, not only is it, like, what you believe, like, spiritually, but yeah. it's also what you're doing to your body in this present moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So what else makes you a cool Mormon? <laughs> <laughs> well, I smoke, I smoke marijuana. Okay. It's great. Yeah. It's good for the medical reasons that I, uh, said when I got my card. Which is what? <laughs> I have some natural, just lower back pain from being 31. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's not a real reason. I know, but he gave it to me anyway. Okay. So, <coughs> then what? Like, uh, what, what does the church say about smoking marijuana? Um, well, it's always been, like, kind of discouraged, I guess. But it was never, like, explicitly saying, like, you're, like, don't do this or else... Uh, I don't know. It never said don't do it. Right. Okay. But there was always like a, a negative connotation because people like. Because will, it's an altered state. Well, kind of that, but also just people will smoke and then just not doing it, anything, mm-hmm. like, and that's indica, and that's. <laughs> so you don't smoke the indica. No, I do both. Oh, okay. <laughs> but like, I'm pretty high functioning on both. Yeah. Yeah. Are you high right now? Uh, a little bit from last night. Oh, how does that work? Does it hang around? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. It can. From an edible or from a thing you smoked? If it's good enough. Smoked. Wow. Yeah, it was this, uh, it's this strain called Short Bus. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one we all want to be on to be high functioning. <laughs> when I bought it, I was like, oh yeah, because when you smoke it, you'll be retarded. Okay. <laughs> cool. You bring that to gotcha. your church and be like, this one? Is this one cool? <laughs> and they're like, yes. Yeah, sure. Please leave. <laughs> um, in San Diego, there was a huge Mormon church that was really beautiful. That the temple. I wouldn't be allowed to go into. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the temple. But I wanted to. I went to the parking lot, and that was about as far as they let me go. Pretty nice parking lot, right? It's just such a beautiful building. It yeah. looks like a Disney castle. Yeah, it does. That's where I got married. <laughs> I'm so sorry to bring it up. No, it's fine. Like, I really do feel the way um, uh, Louis talks about divorce, where he's like, "Don't ah." Yeah. <laughs> where he's like, "If there is a divorce, obviously there's something wrong." Like, right. And I'm. There's another comedian who talks about it when he was like, "I'm," you know, he's like also like 31 and he got divorced. I wish yeah. I could remember who. I I don't think I ever knew his name, but uh, um, Will Weldon. Yes. Yeah. Where he's like. When people are like, I'm, you're 31 and divorced. But you're, you're so, so young. young. <laughs> yeah, that's so he's good. Like, that's why I'm divorced. He's like, maybe, maybe those things are directly correlated. Sorry, I'm just, just corralling this animal. It's okay. Just find something else to chew on that belongs to you. <laughs> chew on your own harness. <laughs> Don't chew on dog shit. <laughs> I love that dog. It's a cute, uh, cute dog. All of them are. Aren't all dogs just cute? That dog that you have next door that hates you yeah. is adorable. It's pretty cute. <laughs> and he, he looks like he owns the house. Like he's lo- He looks like he came with the house and he's lived there for 40 years. <laughs> we don't know that he hasn't. Yeah. We don't know well, that don't he's know. not an eternal dog. How long dog. have you lived here? We don't know that he's not a ghost. 40 years. <laughs> that dog could be a ghost. Because dogs don't usually live for 40 years, but that dog looked like it may have. Yeah, it's it's probably a ghost. I don't know if it's real. 
<laughs> Do we know if anything's real, though? <laughs> exactly. Do we? Are we even sitting here right now? Wake up. Ocean tide. It's just white noise. <laughs> ocean tide. Ocean tide. <laughs> Wait. Now your last name is Vine Vine Trube. Yeah. Okay. I was uh, I was right with the vine, but then I said trub when I, I was care. thinking of. No one needs to talk about this anymore. <laughs> it's just that everywhere I go, people talk about it. And I'm so much more interesting than that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was, I was mainly asking because I do the intro after the episode oh, and I didn't yeah. want to mispronounce your, your last name. Oh no, that. I got him excited by a juggling ball. That won't work for you either. No juggling balls. Should I give him the stranger's wallet to chew on? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. It's leather. He'll love it. He'll love it. Oh, you know what I do have? I forgot this. Do you edit this episode or are you just going to no. put it up like it is? Yeah, like it is. Because there's all this dead air where I'm getting... <laughs> I'm literally getting a bone out of a Ziploc bag for this duck. Hey, go, buddy. Look. Hey, look at this. Hey, dummy. Here. Oh, my God. You love that. Look at how much you love it. Yes. Oh, it's my bone. Oh, come on. Oh, I see. I'm pretending to not care, but I totally care. Oh, you care. Yeah. Yeah, get it. Get it. He's just licking it. <laughs> Okay, we can keep going. I'll, just, I'll just hold this bone. <laughs> it's not that type of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I have two hands. One's, one's, on the, one's holding a thing for a dog and the other one's on your dick. Yeah. All right, just ask me anything you want. Like, well, uh, oof, I'm a little... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little... Oof. Um, Hi, you're back with Little Hoof. <laughs> uh, we're here with Milana, don't know her last name, ready to get going. We're back on a little flustered. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, what are some, what are some like comedy goals that you have or like acting type goals? Cool. Good question. Um, I would like to uh, have my own show. That, uh, like, that is on a cool network that lets oh, me that, have creative that, freedom. That didn't translate for the microphone. I was smiling and nodding <laughs> when, while she was saying that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I would like to, uh, you know, have something that I write with other brilliant writers and then bring mm -hmm. in other great improvisers and then get to improv on top of that writing. I got to do that for Other Space and it was such a fulfilling experience. And then oh, I got to awesome. do it on this other show that I was on recently and it just kind of like solidified that that's where comedy is going and that's yeah. how you get the best performances and a lot of the best writing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that kind of collaboration is totally where my head's at. And then I also really love directing and um, I want to direct some more music videos and I love editing. Mm. So I, um, I don't know, I've got my hands in all the pots but I really do, I, I can see myself having a show and it doesn't necessarily need to be like the Milana show but you know right. like maybe a show with an ensemble that's really fantastic like, like a 30 rock like uh... like a 30 rock would be really cool <laughs> yeah it'd be so cool yeah <laughs> yeah and I'm working on it I'm like trying to pitch shows and write shows yeah and 
make it happen. And even if it doesn't happen, when I um, met with my managers for the first time, he was like, what do you want? And I was like, I want to be Louis C.K. He was mm-hmm. like, okay, Louis C.K. fucked up for 20 years before he became Louis C.K. And I was like, okay, cool. I want to do it faster than that. Can we, like, get a fast-track Louis program? Or, yeah. like? I also think that, like, uh, it's possible that I won't be doing this forever. Oh. I'm really okay with that, too. Interesting. Like, I'm okay with doing this for, you know, like, 20 years, maybe. And, and then, then like, fucking off somewhere beautiful. <laughs> yeah, just going somewhere, buying a house, getting some chickens, living by a lake. You know, maybe being a teacher or, like, doing some philanthropic stuff, making the world a better place. Wow. I don't think that there's any reason for me to stick around here after I look like a bag of melted garbage. You know? <laughs> Like, I'm not going to look like this for very long, and people aren't, frankly, they're not interested in me not looking like this. So. But the bag of melted garbage look, that could be pretty funny. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to laugh at something that you think is sad. <laughs> Man, you're such a great laugher. You're so generous. I love that. Oh, I only laugh at what I think is funny. Oh, good. 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 Um, okay, so comedy goals, that's awesome, that's cool. What is your favorite part about doing comedy? Oh, so much. (laughs) I mean, I think two things are my favorite. One is, like, the moment where it feels like your brain is firing on all cylinders Mm -hmm. and you're, like, elevated in a place where you're just coming up with ideas. In the zone. You're in the zone, yeah, you're (laughs) in an element and you're, um... It, it, nothing else like you can't think of anything else in your life besides like this joke and then this will lead to this and you're doing bits and you're growing yeah. like you're building a story either by yourself or with someone else like that feels <laughs> so alive and cool and exciting and high like it feels like you're high yeah <laughs> and then there's another part of it that is the sharing of it with people mm-hmm. That is really cool, too. Like, making a room full of people laugh. Even making you laugh feels so good to me. <laughs> but when you can do it to, like, the more people, it just feels better and better. And um, and now with the internet, like, you're getting immediate feedback constantly. And mm-hmm. that's really cool. I, I find the that really, really exciting. And then I guess there's a third part, too, which is not just with comedy, but with any kind of art form. Yeah. In the outreach comes people like listening to you and your opinion mattering and then maybe using that to to also affect positive change in the world yeah it's true a lot of uh a lot of celebrities get into the i'm helping out to game yeah because people listen to them yeah (laughs) because their voice matters and people feel connected to them and yeah um and that's important to me cool what uh what kind of philanthropic when you're talking about like that kind of stuff what kind of stuff would you do Mm, would i do (laughs) i would do a lot of um a lot of stuff with homelessness and mental illness that's really important to me yeah um and then getting education to people in third world countries is really important to me cool yeah um a lot of the stuff here in america is so much beyond like feeding people it's really about like healing them yeah you know um and then stuff in in other parts of the world that are um where people are starving it's also not necessarily about feeding those people that's a good start yeah but um but then it's like how do you give them the tools to get out of the position that they're in right teaching them to 
like permaculture would be a great thing to teach them. What's that mean? Uh, like permanent agriculture, like teaching them how to plant mm. things that will benefit generations in the future, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is a really hard thing to explain to people. Like trees? Like trees. Things that would take like a hundred years to grow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But someone has to do it. It has to start <laughs> yeah. somewhere, you know? Um, and then also giving them an education to uh, start businesses and you know, whatever kind of import export, just to, just to, uh, broaden their global perspective. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then health, like, te- like, wouldn't it be cool if a doctor from doctors without know, borders, that's Tanzan- what they do, right? Yeah. That would be amazing. But how amazing would it be if that, if you could farmers without borders, farmers without borders, that's a real thing. I mean, that's, is it really? Well, yeah, that's what, oh, okay. that's what people who teach permaculture do. They're, but it's not called farmers. farmers without borders. No, because farmers have clear borders. <laughs> This is my border. They should go. Stay out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like doctors without offices. <laughs> um, but yeah, how cool would it be if there was a, a guy from Tanzania, like he was born in Tanzania, but then became a doctor and stayed in Tanzania. Yeah. You know, then that would... That's Having like all the opportunity, instead of, uh, yeah, instead of like America being a land of opportunity, wherever someone else lives, that being their land of opportunity. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because the facilities are there and it's like great to live there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Heal the world. Make, make it, it a better, better place. <laughs> for you and for me and the, the entire human, human race. race. There are people dying. <laughs> care enough for the living. Make it a better place. Come on, Doug. For you, you and for me. <laughs> that was beautiful. We did it. <laughs> we did it. I'm wiping the bone off my fingers. <laughs> I'm talking about Doug's jizz. I'm yeah. not talking about Yeah, the dog it's bone. not that type of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Is this trash? <coughs> yes. That's funny. <laughs> I was pointing to your whole house. <laughs> pointing to my bed. Is this trash? Should this be here? <laughs> oh. Yeah, get that bone. Yeah, he's working really hard. <laughs> it's not the type of podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm working as hard as I can. Yeah, I, that's, uh, I think that's the one that I had. No, no, no. My parents have the original one that we had growing up. Yeah. But I bought that at a garage sale. It came. Did it come with games? Uh, no. But it came with, uh, oh, check out, check out that game. Pull it out. It's, uh, pull it out. It's not the type of podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's the new, that's what she said. (laughs) It's not that type of podcast. What's this? 370 games in one. So, so back when those games were being manufactured, like some people all over the world would make like bootlegs, which was basically, (laughs) she had trouble putting it back in and then, uh, it's not that type of podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And then she gave up. (laughs) 
<coughs> so you make these bootlegs of like just a bunch of games in one cartridge and I found that at a thrift store for like four bucks Whoa. yeah and does it work have you tried playing yeah it works no way yeah yeah, How so that fun. it'll have like it has like ten different versions of Super Mario Brothers. <gasps> yeah. Where just like different shapes or different things and like <laughs> yeah. wow. the look that she's giving me right now is just complete wonder and awe. Mm-hmm. Um But oh, yeah, then there's fun. games on there that I have never heard of. There, there's this one where you're a soldier and you're going up against tanks and stuff, but the way you walk is like like, if a bow-legged person had broken legs, like, that's how the person walks. He's like, and then you, like, shoot at these tanks, and you're blowing up tanks somehow with a single bullet. Oh, man. It's a terrorist training video. It's so bad. So your legs are broken, and you have to go and kill the tanks. How will you do it? Well, I'll wobble on my broken legs and get that. Hey, this is so big, right? Yeah, that's not that type of podcast. <laughs> Man. That's the name of this podcast, yeah. right? Yeah, that's gonna to be. be the name of this episode. <laughs> it's just crazy how massive Doug's dick is. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but it's not that type of podcast. Um, um yeah, the yeah, like the you mean you're you're talking game size used to be huge. Yeah, and now we can play all of those games on our phone. Yeah, because it's just a file you download. Which is just, it, I find it crazy that things are getting so small so fast. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's just shrinking at exponential rates. Oh, where is it? Where did they go? I'm a grower, not a shower. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> next question. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> That's pretty much it for the questions. And then it's just like tangents and stuff. Oh, um, there was two of them. <laughs> How long you been doing comedy? Yeah. Favorite part, uh, comedy goals. Yeah. Those are the three I usually, and then like, um, comedy is your job. So. Comedy is my job. Do you, um, do you talk about being Mormon a lot, um, on your podcast or on, in talked, your standup? I've talked about it a little bit on the podcast. Not so much in my standup. Why? Um, I just haven't gotten there yet. Like, it's a it's a good source for yeah. material. Yeah. <laughs> and I think people yeah. really want to know. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's only one other uh, comic that I've heard of who's, like, he's, like, uh, he was on Alive, You Made It Weird. He was on Conan. Like, or wait, was he on Pete Holmes' show? Uh, I can't remember. But he's Mormon. But he doesn't, like, talk about it. But also, he, he's got, like, a huge grin. And, like, <laughs> he talks about that. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think it's so interesting because I don't know anything about it, really. Yeah. Well, very little about it. Yeah, I could riff on it, I think. I just, uh... Like, what are your parents know. like? Huh? What are your parents like? Were the they The worst. <laughs> <laughs> I hate them. They made me marry someone. <laughs> they made me. <laughs> um, yeah, my mom was the most strict, um, but not to a level of like, I don't know. Just no rated R movies in the house growing up. Okay. There was one thing. So I. That's there's, kind of like me. Yeah. There's a lot of movies I missed out on. Me too. Up, where people are like, you've never seen The Godfather? And I'm like, no. 
Yeah. Is it great? <laughs> have you seen it now that no, you're an adult? I, I still haven't. You should. I know. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> I still hadn't seen RoboCop since like till like two months ago. I've never seen RoboCop. Yes. I grew up in a Russian household, so we watched a lot of Russian television. Really? Yeah, and then... Tell me about that. Well, it's funny. It's, like, a lot of, um, like, really bad entertainment. It's really okay. bad. Like, <laughs> I, even now, I can't watch it. There's some really funny shows, um, but a lot of it is not good. Did they have the hand warmer thing and the, like, can-can type dancing, or... There's some of that. Really? Some of that. Yeah, but that's, like, kitschy. That's, like, okay, yeah. traditional. It's, like... Because the only reason I know about that is from, like, maybe Pee-wee's Playhouse or something. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, <laughs> there is a, a small element of that. But then it's just, like, very, like, like bright lights and colors and, it's in like, techno music and... There's like, not even any people <laughs> on the screen. Like lots of transitions, you know? From this color to that color. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's it was not not for me, but some of the movies were really beautiful. Like some of the movies from my parents' childhood were really okay. cool, like uh, heartfelt stories. Were the movies in Russian with English subtitles? No, they were all in Russian. So do you know Russian? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Not, I know not that well. I mean, I know it like from movies and from my parents talking to me. So I'm not very educated on it. I don't yeah. have like a high vocabulary. Right. But you know Dasvidanya. Yes. You know Zdrasvitsya. I probably know all the words you know. Yeah. <laughs> barracuda. That's not a word. Yeah, it's barracuda. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a cognate. <laughs> That's so funny. And then... Uh, oh, uh, da, da, da mm-hmm. and yet. Mm-hmm. Of course. Really good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you ever want to have kids? Yeah. It's not that kind of It's show. not that kind of podcast. <laughs> uh, do, you, <laughs> do you think you'll you'll teach your kids about Mormonism? Yeah, I think so. Like it it was good definitely, like to have the structure growing up. Um but obviously like I'll be looser about it. Mm-hmm. You know, just like yeah, you want to watch, um, what's a good example? You want to watch Shaun of the Dead? Of course you can watch Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> what if they want to have premarital sex? Like, all the time. Yeah. yeah. Of yeah. course. Okay, cool. <laughs> what if they want to drink tea or coffee? To- all of it. All of it. Really? Yeah. I'm just gonna, uh, yeah. So what will you teach them from the <laughs> No, I was kidding about the whole... I mean, yeah, I'll I'll still be, like, loose or whatever, but I'm not gonna, <laughs> uh, not gonna like put a leash on them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally. No, literally, I will put a leash on them, but uh-huh. only figuratively. I won't put a leash on them. <laughs> You're free. Go. Just not that far. Not that far. Oh, oh 15 feet. You uh-huh. met your max. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I think. It's good to have um, the groundwork, just like of like I don't know. There's a general morality there, and yeah. Um, what is the? What I think is, I turned out okay. What is the belief in God? What is what do Mormons believe about God? Uh, that He's our Father. And it's like a it's a human face, right? Like it's someone yeah. that talks to us, and you can have a relationship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then Jesus is His Son, and then there's Holy Ghost, and that's whole separate 
thing, but they all have the same purpose, like to get us back uh, with them. Get us back. Where is that? To heaven times. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and is heaven a place? Um. So, like, you know how, like, heaven or hell, like, that's it, cut and dry, whatever, black and white. Like, we believe that, but, like, just for, like, a second, pretty much. Like, when you're... Because <laughs> there's, there's, like, judgment and everything, and that comes after, like, you're dead, and then there's, like, heaven or hell or whatever. So it's like stepping into that's... a sauna. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you break a sweat, and then you're free. And then when you step out, everyone resurrects, and it's all good. Um, yeah. And are, are there, are there... So once you die, you go to either... You go to heaven. I think... I really believe that, like, our spirits, once we die, like, are here on Earth. And then, like, the heaven-hell feeling is probably, like, how you felt about how you lived your life. And then once you're dead, then you're like, uh... Uh-oh. There's, like, no more time to, like... Uh, if, if you're a murderer, there's no more time to, like, uh, say you're sorry, make up for it, or whatever. Mm. Or... So you think hell is guilt? I think so, yeah. Mm. And then, um, so then after the heaven-hell period here... Oh, that's why I think... That's why I totally believe in ghosts. I saw a ghost once. <laughs> I, I kind of believe in ghosts. Yeah? Yeah. In, in, a, in you... a different way. Okay. Well, let's hear about it. When was the time you heard, you saw ghosts? It was. A, I was working at the movie theater, and I was working concessions like really fast, like the best. Like I was, I was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to get your expectations too high, but like uh-huh. if you put me behind a movie theater concession stand, I can get you two right diet now. cokes and an extra large popcorn in five seconds. <laughs> time me. And there's only one fountain. Ask me how that's possible. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> so I saw this like really old, like um, short, fat, like wrink, like wrinkly, like Sharpe wrinkly guy in line for the concessions. And he had like a trench coat on. And I was like, all right, whatever. So the line's moving up slowly. Typical ghost. I know, right? Trench coats. Ugh, so cliche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trench coat pedophile <laughs> no um, no um. <laughs> so the line's moving up slowly and then i get to the lady right in front of this guy and then i hand her her stuff and then i turn and i was like how can i help for the next guy but he was just gone like just i would have seen him like walking to the movies like abandoning the line or whatever was there anyone behind him in line no just at the end of the line yeah and he wasn't see-through or anything. He looked like a person. Yeah, he looked like a person. And so your basis on him being a ghost is that he just you turned around and he was gone. Disappeared. Yeah, like, I took my eyes off of where he was for maybe two seconds. Did you look under the counter? <laughs> <laughs> he just pops up. He's like, hello. <laughs> he's just doing a trick. Like You thought just, I was a ghost. That's my game. <laughs> he's pulling a goo. <laughs> Just ducking down. So you're like, where did he... And he's just under the counter. It's like a Scooby-Doo villain. (laughs) Could have done it too. Is he just eating that bone on your foot? Yeah. That's so funny. He really likes feet. (laughs) He's been licking my feet. It's not that kind of podcast. I'm talking about Doug. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I feel like I've felt ghosts before, but I don't know how much of that is in my brain. Okay. I've never seen a ghost, but I have been in places where I feel like I feel... Like a chill? Like that's how... Yeah, like I feel like I'm not in there by myself. Oh, okay. I feel a presence. Yeah. So do you think that when people die, they hang around on Earth and they have this sense of... So do you think that there's like billions of people? Yeah. There's like billions of souls everywhere? Yeah, and we just can't see them because our eyes like can't... So imagine... Okay. Imagine we're like up in heaven, like before we come down or whatever... And then we, like, know about everything. Like, we know, uh, like, we don't... We're, like, ex- enlightened beings. We right. have a sense of, of everything. Right. Like, we don't know exactly what life is going to be like on Earth, but we have a kind of general idea, and we know why we're going, and, like, the purpose to, like, get back or whatever. And then once you're born, it's just, like, that part is, like, blocked. Mm. And so... It's like an internet privacy blocker. Yeah, it's just like history brains. erased. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then... History erased. <laughs> and then you're here, and you, like, are learning all of these other ways of reaching that kind of enlightenment again. Right, right, right. And then some people learn more about it than others, yeah. and then you die. Right. And then you just hang out here, and do you remember what it was like when you were in heaven? Uh... Um, maybe not yet. I don't know. Because, like, we don't know, but, like... This is what you feel. Yeah, we feel it and we believe it, like, very strongly. Yeah. And then it's, like, um... Yeah, so, like, once once you're dead, then you're, like, lingering around and stuff. I don't know about, like, the whole unfinished business and then, like, if you finish your unfinished business, then you, like, go to heaven or whatever, because... I believe that we just are here. Like, we're all We're all here. on Earth. Yeah. What about the other planets? Oh, that's awesome. Because, are you talking, like, Mars 1? Like, when they when they go and they have their mission, and then it's like... Or are you just talking about, like, what? <laughs> what, did you, what did you think was awesome? Huh? What did you think was awesome about Be- my question? Because I had had the question in my mind before of, like, um, okay, so the resurrection happens like christ comes back everyone like uh is alive again what about the people who like fucked off to mars <laughs> like in the future yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> what's gonna happen to them well i just mean in terms of like uh you know, <coughs> other i fully believe there's aliens is that what you're asking oh okay <laughs> Okay, cool. I want to know how um, Mormonism and aliens, how you, how you believe in both and what the uniting belief there is. Well, okay, so... Um, what the center of that Venn diagram is. Yeah, yeah. You know? So uh, we believe that there's like... Um, that he's created worlds without number, right? And He is God. God, yeah. Okay. He's created worlds without number. And if there's worlds without number then, yeah, of course it's plausible that there's other planets with other people on them. And they you probably... You think they're people? Yeah, I think so. They think they look like us? Yeah. Okay. And um, and it's because of the whole, like, created us in his image or whatever. So, like, if he created other planets, then, yeah, they'll, they'll also look like him. And um, what was the original question? Uh, the, the, the Venn diagram. I do have to say that I think that... Um, I, I also believe that it's possible for there's for there to be life in other places. Yeah. Um, 
It's also possible but that they I don't look the exactly re- like us. I don't think that they... I, I, well, it depends on the environment of, of that yeah. planet. Like, we have evolved to be this way because of the natural requirement, like the natural evolution of Survival our planet. Of the fittest. Do you believe in evolution? Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I think we have we have There's grown some women who don't. Way. Yeah. There's some women who think that it's like, no, 6,000 years, and it's like, but... We, what do your well, parents think? Uh, I don't know. I haven't, like, gotten into it with them. Like, we really only talk about superficial stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, we never... This is the deepest conversation you've had. <laughs> right? I know. Ever. Um, no, but we, we just talk about superficial stuff, stuff that doesn't really matter, and I'm like, all right. Because we never talked about that kind of stuff growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, sex was not an issue. Really? To talk about in Did you have my sex house before marriage? Up. No. Mm. Do you think that is a little bit what rushed you into marriage? <laughs> no, I uh, I was feeling the pressure from the church because the church also has this thing called singles wards, and it's like a ward is a congregation, so the singles ward is like eighteen to thirty one, and it's like <laughs> it's like while you're it's like, here, it's like singles camp. It's like they want you to hook up, up and yeah, couple up, yeah, and then um, are you allowed to kiss before marriage? Oh yeah. Okay, and then is there, that that, podcast? is there a lot of that? Is there a lot of coupling in the single wards? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so once you turn thirty-one, they go. Are you looking at the time? Yeah. Do you need to know what time it is? It's two o'clock. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> so once you hit a certain age, thirty-one, they go, "Hey, we're gonna like put your records from the church in a different." Like, in a family ward, because you're not, like, in the 18 to 31 bracket anymore. And I'm like, ugh. There's going to be, like, kids and, like, old people and stuff. Like, I don't want Now that you're divorced? No, no, no. Not just because I'm divorced, but, like, because I'm, like, out of the... Because it's really 18 to 30, and they give you, like, the rest of your year yeah. as a 30-year-old or whatever. And then it's like, now you're in a family ward. And I'm like, ugh. I don't want to be around old people and... And babies. Not right now. Yeah. <laughs> Not until you're an old person or a baby. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so so the church was like, oh, sorry. That's okay. Um. <laughs> Is everything okay? Yeah, I just have to pick up my sister and I'm not sure what time. Ooh. Oh, I have a minute. Okay. Good? Good. Yes. Good. Um, so, okay, so then when you were, when the the marriage wasn't working out after eight months, you were like, I gotta get a divorce, and how did the church feel about that? Uh, they don't condone it, but they also, like, just understand, like, it's, Mm. they're not gonna be like, no, you can't, they're just like, yeah, well, we don't, or not, not they don't condone it, they don't encourage it. Yeah, well, no one is like, oh, eight months in, ever thought about calling it quits? Couple problems, huh? She's leaving some hairs in the bathroom. Get it out of there. It's over. Oh, you don't like his taste in music? Oh, boy. Here's the paperwork. He doesn't have the right cassette tapes? Break it off. Deal breaker. Oh, his video games only have... 370 games on them. 
I got a file on my phone. <laughs> pastor sneaking in on your wife. Yeah. Is it a pastor? Uh, is like bishop a, is a the bishop. head of the ward. Yeah. Okay. The head of the congregation. And then below him is like fathers. No, we have uh, so bishop, and then there's like deacon, priest, teacher. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen Book of Mormon? Does everyone ask you that? I haven't seen it, but I want to so bad. Okay. You should. It's really funny. <laughs> it's really funny. I mean, I don't, I don't know how you'll feel about it, but I thought it was so funny. No, I, I've, I've heard all the songs from it. So funny, it's right? It's so good. Yeah. yeah. It's like perfect. Oh yeah. man. Oh. <laughs> they yeah. made a they made a play about the Book of Mormon. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so funny cuz it's like you've seen the play. Now read the book. <laughs> In all the playbills. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine I imagine there's some people who pick up a Book of Mormon after seeing the play and they're like, "Oh, it's like it says in the play." <laughs> Maybe they do. They, I think they do stretch and butcher the yeah. religion a lot. Yeah, yeah. There are a couple things where you're like, oh yeah, that's that's part of it. Yeah, we believe that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah. I guess they made Fiddler on the Roof for Jews. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen the play. Now read the book. Now read the Torah. <laughs> that's my impression of. Uh, Herschel Krastovsky, <laughs> Krusty's dad. <laughs> I don't know. They just made a play and said it's for the Jews. <laughs> you have to do the arm thing, too. When I was little, um, my grandmother took me and my cousin to see uh, Fiddler on the Roof, and there's this part. Have you seen Fiddler on the Roof? Uh, no. No. There's this part where, where the woman goes... Do you love me? And the man goes, Do I love you? And she goes, Do you love me? And they do that a couple times. And then she's like, For 25 years I've washed your clothes, fed your children, read your bed, and now you ask me, Do I love you? It's like that. Or maybe, yeah, anyway. So they do the, the Do I love you? Do you love me? Back and forth so many times. And my cousin at the time, who was maybe like eight, and I was yeah. six, he's, he yells from the audience, he just goes, Say yes! <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> oh, so, are you bigger uh, theater person, movie person, TV person? What do you, what do you love to watch? Mm, Shark Tank. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for for the disaster ideas or for the really good ideas? For like the negotiation stuff. Okay. I find that really interesting. I haven't I haven't seen that. I've just seen like clips of it. So good. I <laughs> like, love it. Like the one guy who had the the idea for the uh, drawing a cat what? website. What? <laughs> he he made this website and they funded it. It was like he made this website and people would like um, request a type of cat and he'd draw that cat and like send it to them. So he was an artist yeah. who got funded by Shark Tank. Yeah. That's amazing. I know, right? <laughs> that is truly amazing. I, God, I need to go back and watch that one. <laughs> and he was, like, dancing while he was doing the theme song or whatever. 
I was like, oh, this guy's not going to get funded. Funded. Yeah, you never know. I like to bet on it. I also really like reading people's facial expressions, like their micro expressions, like when they're nervous or scared. You know? The judges or the people? Both. Oh, All okay. of it. Like, just, that's why, I guess that's the appeal for me of watching reality TV. <laughs> I also really like this reality show called Impractical Jokers. Okay. On True TV. It's just a hidden camera show, and it's my favorite. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I like movies. I like going to see movies. I really like going to see movies by myself. I've been doing that a lot recently. You ever do that? Yeah, definitely. It's done so that. fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so easy. It's super easy. You, you don't just... have to coordinate. No. You don't have to worry about time schedules. You're just like, I'm free right now. Yeah, you don't have to talk to anyone. Except yourself. Which is, like, hard because <laughs> you, you have to keep quiet during the movie if you want to be talking to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw Mad Max. Oh, I haven't seen it. Me and my buddy but saw it. talking about yeah, it. Yeah, and um, there's a couple parts where I was, like, holding my seat, and I was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. <laughs> just like, yeah. It's I, pretty I good. I would love to see it. Um, I've seen the trailer, like, 400 times. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to oversell see. it, so, like. Everyone's it's, already it's, oversold it. No, here. Here's what you can expect out of it. Like, think of how exciting it is whenever you open, like, a bottle of water. Like, it's... It's a little above that. <laughs> How thirsty am I when I'm opening the bottle of water? Kind of thirsty. Oh, just kind of? I'm just trying to down so down mm. play it. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's super. Imagine it's... you've been in the desert for 30 years. You see a bottle of water right before you open that. That's what it's like to see Mad Max. <laughs> and then you grab for the bottle, and it's a mirage. Oh, so the movie doesn't exist. I see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is some fancy technology. Yeah, it's just audacity. It's this free program, and I was like, you know mm. what? Yeah. I was like, I'll use the free one. <laughs> I thought you meant, like, you were being audacious. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just, like, throwing it up on a giant screen in front of me. Like, I got balls. <laughs> the audacity <laughs> of me doing this in here? What? <laughs> I'm just a stupid guy from Vista. Exactly. I wasn't even born in Vista. Where were you born? Bay Area. Oh. And we moved to Reno, Tulsa, Santa Maria, Northern Kentucky, and then I lived in Vista, like Vista San Marcos Escondido, for eight and a half years. Wow, you moved around a lot. I know. Why did your parents have to run from the police? <laughs> yeah. Witness protection. Oh, okay. I'm not you probably shouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> My dad and mom killed, like, a lot of people. You know you're going to put this up on the internet, right? Yeah. And then they're going to know. They'll know, but, like, they'll, they won't know who I am. They'll only have your full name and photo. It's like there's no witness protection. You knew that. Yes, and... <laughs> points at me wide-eyed and at the, in the lull of conversation and just goes, yes, and. Like you're supposed to just take the reins. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, this is a normal improv exercise. Uh, <laughs> um, so wh why did you move around so much? Uh, my dad's a TV news producer. Oh, cool. Yeah, and so he was always, uh, he, he was trying to get into bigger and bigger media markets so, like, when we lived in Northern Kentucky, he worked in Cincinnati, and now they live in Seattle, which is, like, bigger than Cincinnati, mm. and, and um, 
I guess like he would learn everything there was to learn at one of those cities, one of those and jobs. Then get bored. Yeah, and then he get bored, and then he's like, "I need to challenge myself because this is super boring." Yeah, <laughs> I totally get that. Yeah, I feel like that's what's cool about what we do is that it's never the same thing twice. There's yeah. n- even stand up; it's like never the same stand up show twice. Yeah, there's always a chance of something happening or. Or thinking of a riff, like, on the spot. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, your eyes, like, glaze over for that. <laughs> when I, yeah, when, like, there's, like, something that happens in the audience, or I'm, like, I feel like I need to explain something a little more, yeah. and then a joke comes from that, I'm yep. like, oh, shit, and I run off stage, write it down right away. <laughs> it is, it's really cool. It's the best. Oh, I did, uh, this show at the Belly Room last year, and, um, it was, like, seven and a half minute set. And I was telling, I was starting this one bit and it reminded me of something that happened that I was like, I've wanted to like tell this on stage, but I haven't known how. And I just like went into it and it worked. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes. Know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's a fun, weird life we live, huh? Yeah. Where it's... we get to make people laugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's also pretty audacious of us to. <laughs> yes. Which is a free program that you can buy. <laughs> The free program you can can buy. (laughs) When I was little, um, my dad, my dad's kind of like an entrepreneur and he would dabble in all these things. And he was at one point working for this company that was selling like herbal snoring pills, like to keep you from snoring. Do you shove them up your nose? Uh, (laughs) You suffocate yourself (laughs) and and, uh, you stop snoring. And then you die and well, you're not snoring anymore, are you? You're peaceful, no. And that no longer salt. complaining. <laughs> so I, uh, when I was like, you know, like 12 or something, I would uh, <coughs> go to these events with him where like these like conventions oh, and like things. Like pharmaceutical events? I think there were all sorts of things. Yeah. But he would like rent booths and I would go and help him sell these snoring pills. And he, uh, I would say like, well, would you like a free sample for 50 cents? <laughs> <laughs> and some people would go, Yeah. <laughs> And then other people were like, which is it? (laughs) Is it free or is it 50 cents? Are you a child selling me pills? (laughs) (laughs) The FDA has passed off on this one. (laughs) It was like the, uh, um, are you looking at the type of mic? I just, I like it. It's cool, right? It's not, it's not that type of podcast. I just like it. It's like the Arrested Development 100% Good Time Family Band Solution. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you were baby. Oh, maybe. Who was George Michael with the wood block? I have really good, I have perfect timing. (laughs) (laughs) Dunk. You're out of the band. Yes. They're they're making another season. They are. I believe so. That last season was so bad, though. I mean, I I heard this. Like, of course, it wasn't as good as one, two, three. But yeah. I I liked like the interweaving of the stories and like the further yeah, you got into the thing. season. Yeah, that's their thing. Like, it wouldn't like, be it wouldn't be Arrested Development without that. Yeah. But, but should I the, not be saying that this is unprofessional of me no, to say, right? No. It's yeah, fine. it's not good. I won't say anything. <laughs> I won't have any opinions. I was actually just gonna try and say what you were saying as you were saying it like the the Garth and Cat 
happen. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? No, we have these songs. We wrote them. <laughs> we have a whole album. It's called What, what Happens in the, the Summertime is Good for the Goose and the Gander. <laughs> That was a high five. <laughs> you just slapped my ass. <laughs> it's not that kind of podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> oh. Yeah, what else? Do you do you have stuff to plug? I feel like this has been an awesome. No. This is gonna come out July third. July 5th, I'll be in Dallas. If anyone in Dallas wants to see me. What's the club? I don't know. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter. That would be funny if you were just gonna be there for, like, vacation. <laughs> That's the plan. You remember what I did to you when I was like, hey, you having a show tonight? Yeah. Can I be on it? That's what I plan on doing in Dallas. Nice. I was just in Chicago, and I did that. Uh, I'm going to Nashville, like, July, June 9th to June 11th, and I'm going to do that somewhere. I don't have any connections. I can just show up and be friendly. It'll work. I think so. It worked in Chicago. You're here all the way from L.A.? Of course. Get on stage. You have a Twitter? Get up there! You have more than 20 followers? Get up there! They're all gonna hear about this. Yeah. Um, this was fun. Yeah, so July 5th, Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> July 5th and 6th, I'll be in Dallas. I don't know what I'm doing. But if you follow me on Twitter, then I'm always telling you. Oh, what's your Twitter? Mint Milana. M-I-N-T-M-I-L-A-N-A. Cool. <laughs> Are you laughing at your own pun? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so clever. I got to pee in my bungle. <laughs> okay. That's it. That feels like a good ending place. <laughs> okay. This has been You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. And... Milana Vine Troop. <laughs>